All right, guys, three days left. You've got today, tomorrow, and then we have New Year's Eve. From there, we have a whole brand new year coming upon us. Now, we're going to be talking about goals, talking about looking to the future and how to actually do that and see if we can actually find out what does your future hold. We're going to be talking about that this week on episode 160 of The Relaxed Mail. This is The Relaxed Mail, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. I am your host, Brian. I am a certified men's coach and this show helps men to change their outlook on life. This takes the nice guy approach and kicks it to the curb. We take the, get rid of the nice guy. We get rid of the, of the, of the, the slimy smarminess that a nice guy is. And we turn him into a productive man, a man who is able to hold his own, just look other men in the eye and be just as, as incredible as they possibly can be. And soon this, uh, the whole top premise of the show is going to actually shift. And that is one reason why I am doing this topic today, future and looking, what does the future hold? And how did you do this last year? We're going to talk about all of this. What, what do we need to do? How do we change what we're doing so that we can actually become better at what we want to be able to do? And so. Before we get started, though, I want to go ahead and say thanks to all the new guys that are coming in. We are still growing. We're still increasing our listening numbers. We're we're growing in that way, and that is amazing. And I appreciate every single one of you men who have come along, stuck some earbuds in years, or played the the podcast on in on your radio. Everything you, you're doing is helping to get the message out. And I am incredibly appreciative that we've had a great year growing, uh, growing this year for in the year of uh, 2022. Now we're at the end of the year. It's time for us to actually start looking to the future again. We're always looking to the future. If you're been listening to the uh, show for a while, you know, we never l- drive, live our life looking in the rearview mirror. The rearview mirror is too small. It doesn't give us enough information and it, it, it actually, it keeps us from going forward as fast as we really need to. While looking out of the windshield, we've got this great big, beautiful windshield with, with nothing obstructing our view all the way down from one side to the other. And it's just such a wonderful sight to see. And yet we are too busy focused in on what the rear view mirror is. And I, that's something that I've been wanting to change in men. It's something I've been wanting to change in myself. I, we all as humans look back into the past. We have a past, uh, a past tense experience of what our life needs to be. We look in the past to try to see our future and it can't be done. Wanted to talk about first, are you looking into the future? A lot of us guys aren't. A lot of us guys are just busy with our day to day life. We get up, we go to work, we do what we need to do, what the boss tells us. We come home, we sit down, grab the remote, watch a little bit of football, then turn right around, go to bed, just repeat the thing. And we essentially are living for the weekend. And what do we do on the weekend? We kind of pitter around the house a little bit and then come, you know, 
the afternoon, evening time, you know, we're starting to, we're watching football again. We're watching some type of sports. We're just kind of sitting there. Uh, if you're like me, it's not so much sports that we're watching sitting around. You're playing a video game or you're, you're, you're doing something else other than getting yourself towards what your goal is. So we need to make sure that we are looking to the future. And the reason why many of us don't is because we're honestly, we're afraid of what the future uh, is holds for us. When we start trying to look to the future and we choose something, say you want to uh, start your own business doing who knows what, you start producing a whole bunch of different little thoughts. Well, I don't know how to do that. What if I fail? I don't have the money. I don't know what I want. What I want. I've never done whatever. All these little thoughts, all those things that you hear, heard, just heard me say, those are nothing more than thoughts. And when you think of the future, your brain's going to kick in and it's going to give you reasons. It's going to just randomly start spitting out stuff going, Hey, yeah, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this. We want to be comfortable in our lazy boy. Sit down, watch the football game. It, it's, it gives you a lot of entertainment. You like football, you know, and I'm, I'm not really dogging on football because, but sports, if you know, sports are not my favorite thing. I, I could find a hundred billion other things to do than to sit around and watch somebody else play and play football watch other people play basketball watch other people hit a little rubber puck up one side of a rink to the other any of the sports just yeah they're fun to play but to sit and watch i, I don't know i guess it's just my add mind i can't i don't do it i just i'm like okay yeah this is boring as not let's do something else but i know a lot of men do like sports and that's why i keep bringing sports up because sports does not serve you. Yeah, it's cool to think that, man, my, my team, the team I like to root for won. That was cool. cool. I can go rub it in on, in Johnson's face, uh, next, tomorrow morning in, uh, at the office. Big whoop. Who cares? How is the Dallas Cowboys losing benefiting you in the future? It's not. Why? Because it actually, you have no control over any of it. It does not have anything to do with you. It's a, it's, it's neat to watch. For a lot of people, but it has nothing to do with you and with the success that, and the enjoyment that you get from that success that you truly want to have. You're, you're kind of revelishing, reveling in the second and third hand wave of, of light that comes from the success of whoever wants. So to look in the past is not going to, it doesn't serve you. No more than going, doing anything with sports serves you. Now, if you're playing in sports, that can actually, that can actually do some benefits for you. It gets you into shape, gets the blood flowing, gets all, and and all that. So there's there are I'm not saying sports are a completely useless element, but you know to sit back and to be a a to bask in the glow of third hand glory <laughs> is really honestly kind of sad, guys. And that's why we don't really need to be. To, to use something like sports as a numbing agent is, is not going to help you become better in any form, fashion, or another. So what does it look like to be future-focused instead of past-focused? When you're future focused, you're looking forward. You're it, a lot of people who don't understand being future focused. They actually want to call it faking it till you make it. So you're acting like the poser. 
you know, if you're wanting to be somebody who makes a million dollars a year, you have to start acting, trying to learn how to act like a person who makes a million dollars a year. What does that look like? How do, how does a person making a million dollars a year, how do they act? You have a lot of prejudices that are from a scarcity mindset. So those, you've got to figure out which ones of those are actually going to keep you from, and hold you back, keep you from having the, the drive that will actually propel you forward. And the problem with that, a lot of issues that men have is that when we're looking uh, future focused, a lot of times we're just doing what what I call daydreaming. What a lot of people call daydreaming. Daydreaming is different than planning. Being future focused. When you're daydreaming thinking, oh, that would be nice to have a really nice car to drive around in uh in a in a Bentley, you know, or even have a uh, have a, a good side a good off-road jeep and you got you know a thousand acres that you can just get lost on and that would be all that would be so great and wonderful and and yada 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 well when would you get that when you start putting a time to something when you're looking at those dreams looking and examining those dreams what if you put a time limit on that say within 10 years i'm going to be making a million dollars a year or within 10 years i am going to have you know, a thousand acres of land or within 10 years, I'm going to have a Jeep that is a, a nice off-roading Jeep. Whatever the, the dream that you have is, if you put a time limit on it, that's when a daydream becomes a goal. Because when you start saying, I'm going to get this done within two years, I'm going to get this done within five years, I'm going to get this done within three years, whatever this ends up being, you get that done in that amount of time, or you state that your brain's going to go, oh crap, this is going to get real. And you're actually going to start having all the thoughts of, I don't know how to make a million dollars. Again, you're going to start noticing you're focused in on the past again. You're looking backwards once more. I've never done this. I've never made a million dollars in a year before. How am I supposed to do that? The key word, figure it out. (laughs) Okay. I said multiple words, but still you have to be able to figure it out. Are you actually reaching for the goal or you just saying, Hey, this would be really nice to have. If all you want to do is just, Hey, that would be really nice to have. And you really don't care to, to put the work in. There's nothing wrong with that, but don't beat, uh, beat yourself up because you're not reaching that. Well, it'd be nice to have having a goal set, having that deadline looming over you also helps you keep, keep you from just stopping. If you're looking at that goal, examining that goal, re-examining that goal day in, day out, every day, every time you step in front of the mirror, you've got a little, you've got a, you got a post-it note stuck on the wall. I was trying to think of an envelope. For some reason, an envelope kept jumping in my head, but you have a, uh, have a post-it note stuck on the, uh, on the mirror with your goal laid out. Thousand acres, a thousand acre ranch. Sweet. All right. What does that look like? How is that? What is, where's that thousand acre ranch at? What is it that you're going to need to have to be able to get that thousand acre ranch? Why do you want that thousand acre ranch? Get every, every little detail about that thousand acre ranch wrote down on a piece of paper. And yes, literally take it a piece of paper and a pen and write it down. The action of you physically writing it down makes it more concrete to your mind to just say, ah, I'll do it. I'd like to have that. Try to remember that two days from now. All the details that you had. If you write that down, you're going to remember a lot more of those details. So writing it down, having 
a deadline and turning that daydream into a goal keeps you for, uh, keeps you trying. If you are just daydreaming, you're just you're not you're it's going to keep you from trying. You're not going to want to try because, you know, there's thoughts around that. There's thoughts about what I want to do and what I don't want to do and why that's important and why that's not important and all these thoughts that you're having are thoughts that are designed by your brain to keep you safe, keep you in your comfort zone. Because if you step out of that comfort zone, you know, there's going to be a grizzly bear waiting right around the back, the back corner of that office. And it's going to eat you up all because you dream about something bigger. Your brain doesn't like to get out of a habit. Because when it gets out of the habit, all of a sudden it's like, oh crud, I have to start burning more fuel here. I've got, we've got to try to keep this thing as fish, as efficient as possible. Remember the motivational triad. The motivational triad is, is it pleasurable? Is it efficient? Now that's not, that's not right. Let me think. It's, um, okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I went ahead and looked it up because for some reason my brain was dying on me. Anyhow, motivational triad is, does, is our uh, the reason we do stuff is to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and to stay and remain efficient. So if you're all of a sudden kicking yourself off into weird land doing stuff that you're not used to doing, that's not remaining efficient because your brain has to start burning more energy. So it's going to wig out. It's going to try to convince you, hey, go back to just watching sports. Watch that football game because, man, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to think. You just sit there and watch something. It's a lot nicer, dude. No, it's not. And you also, you're going to get emotionally hurt trying to do something. Yes, you're going to do, you're going to end up failing. And that failing is not a pleasant experience. So to avoid pain, anything unpleasant is considered pain by the brain. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme. But that's with those fears, your brain is going to try to keep you from, from trying. So why, why try? Because you're going to fail. Oh my gosh, you don't want to fail. You fail, you're going to look like a moron. You're going to look horrible. That your family's going to kick you out of the house because, you know, you, you didn't, you didn't rise to the occasion like you said you were going to. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Failing is a good thing. You want to fail. You want to fail early, fail often, fail repeatedly. Because every time you fail, you are learning something new. You fail and fail and fail. The most successful people failed more than anybody else. That's exactly what makes them successful. is because they were willing to fail and get back up, dust themselves off, Try it again with a slight change in, in the, uh, in the action and see if it works. Oh, that didn't work. All right. Well, let's try it this way. And it didn't work. All right. Well, let's try it this way. Uh, oh, holy smokes. It worked. Stand up. Try a hundred times. You're going to fall a hundred times and that hundred one hundred first time you might actually get it. So how do we plan for the future? Planning, this is actually the easiest part, and this is really where it gets to be fun, because planning is, again, just allowing yourself to dream, allowing your brain to just wander and soar and think of what ifs. And I would actually recommend you grab a big piece of paper, an eight by 10 piece of paper, grab a pen and start just writing down those dreams. Allow yourself to dream first and foremost. 
give yourself permission if you have to. I am allowing myself to dream and get to dreaming. Then start writing those dreams down. Write down at least 50. If you want to write down 100, even better. But start with 50. From that 50, look through there and choose five. That's all you need to start with. You can even go a little smaller. You can choose three that you want to focus in on first. But I recommend five. Just give you a little bit of a, a little bit of nervousness. Choose five of those dreams that you want to have come true. Then make a plan. I want to have a car, uh, 72 Karma Gear. I think that, yeah, anyhow, an early 70s uh, Volkswagen Karma Gear. What do I need to do to have that? Well, need to find one that's for sale first. I, actually, I've gone through and I've done that. Find out how much they cost. Okay, and I've gone through and I've done that. Then get the money for that car. How do I do that? That's for me to plan and figure it out. Right now, I'm busy enough to where I'm, I just want the big one that I really have right now. The biggest dream that I have that's turned into a goal is to get 10 clients, 10 paying clients so that I can actually spend my whole day coaching. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to coach 10 men through their divorce, help them understand that they're getting through that divorce and what happens to, to them there in that divorce is, doesn't mean anything. And that all the, the only problem that they keep having with those divorces is the fact that they believe the crap that they tell themselves. That is the big thing. So if I can get 10 of those, 10 men to do a year with me, I essentially have it made. I can actually live off of that and be able to grow my business so that I can actually change the 10 into 20. Have 20 men that I'm coaching and take 20. Who knows? I might even be able to crank it up to about have about 40 people. Coach 40 people. Intense coaching. Give an hour and a half of just boom, 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 boom. Coach the dickens out of them. That's what I would like to do. And I've sat down and I've thought about this. and I've planned it and I've dreamt it. And I am at the point now to where I am getting ready to launch my click funnel. Well, my funnel, my sales funnel. And to start drawing those men who want to have a better chance at the, after their divorce of having happiness, having a better chance of finding a woman that they, that loves them and continues to love them and attract is attracted to them. It will have a man who comes through the, on the opposite side and is the type of man that makes their ex-wife jealous and goes, damn, what was I thinking? I can help men do that. And the reason why I can get them help men do that is because of the same reason as to why, you having your own goals is very possible. And when you write those 50 goals down and you choose those five goals and you make a plan, you are 90% there. Because then all you have to do is when you complete one of those five goals, you've got 45, 95 more possibilities waiting for you to be able to, to add in. So you get to choose another, another one, put it in place. And the reason why you can do that is because your thoughts create your results. If you, and that's the main problem that you're going to face 
every step of the way from point one to the place time that you finish signing away, putting your signature on that deed of a thousand acre ranch. Everything that's actually in your way is nothing more than a thought. No, I don't have enough money. Why do you not have enough money? That's because you have a thought about money. Everything in your way is nothing more than a thought. And a lot of people misinterpret that as what I'm saying, thinking, oh, well, I can just change my, change my thought. I'm thinking now that I am a multimillionaire. Why am I not a multimillionaire? Because you actually have to apply yourself. And you actually, what you're telling yourself, you actually have to firmly believe. How do you firmly believe? By actually doing the work. You do the work, you learn, you fail, you try it again, you fail, you try it again, you fail, you try it again, you have success, you try to get to the next level and oh, you fail again and you fail again and you fail again and you fail again and you go to the next level and you fail again and you fail. Failing forward is all you're going to be doing. And what gets you to the next level is the changing of a thought. Your thoughts create your results. So when you have a, when you have a result come up to not what you want, You have to sit back and start examining what your thoughts are. Because remember, the circumstance is neutral. It's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's not a, you're going to become a millionaire. You're not going to become a multimillionaire. It is, just is. You had a parent die. There are people who have had relatives die who had multi-millions of dollars and gave somebody to multi-millions of dollars. They're like, yeah, I'm going to be a millionaire. Two years later, flat ass broke. Why are they flat broke? Because of the thoughts. While others can take, come to, come to America with $12 in their pockets and 10 years later, they have 20 million, $50 million in, in the bank. What's the difference? The difference is their thoughts. You can actually plan for the future as long as you pay attention to what your thoughts are. When you pay attention and you start seeing, oh, that's a negative thought. That thought's not serving me. How do I get past it? That's where the work comes into play. A great example. I am out of the truck now. I've been out of the truck since November. Past two months, I have actually been thinking that I went from one job that was driving a truck, got out of the truck to do another job. Well, last night I actually was sitting down with my, my friend, the guy who actually is, got me doing some work for him. And he opened up a mind altering change of thought to me. He hired me because he wanted some more stuff than just coaching done. But the number one reason he hired me and brought me on is for me to coach him. This whole thought time, I thought I've still, I've got to become a coach. I've got to become a coach. I've got to get a client so I can be a coach. I've been a coach. I've had a client for two freaking months and I did not, was not coaching him. Why? Because I didn't have the thought that I was the coach for my friend. I, once I got told that, boom, I mean, just all last night, just sitting there thinking, oh my God. I, I, I'm supposed to be coaching him. I need to coach him. I need to show him, help talk to him. Those weekly meetings that we've been having every week since we started, those communication sessions are coaching sessions. That's what he wants those to be. He was screaming for me to coach him. And I, because I had the thought that I wasn't being a coach, that I needed to become a, have a client to be a coach, I completely missed 
the client standing in front of me. Your thoughts create your results. I didn't think Burl was a uh, was a client. So I didn't treat him as one. I didn't have a client. I had a, a mini boss. <laughs> it's a one way to look at it. So start looking at your thoughts, examining your thoughts. How are those thoughts getting in your way or paving the way? Because if you actually pay attention and you want that, that goal bad enough, you will find out how to change your thought. You will find out what it actually takes to actually make the, the good that you want. Your thoughts create your results. Now, one little key point that you want to do at the end of each year, especially around this time, is you need to start having an end-of-year review. And this is something I'm looking at. I'm probably not going to launch this year. This is actually going to be something that I put together for next year. I'm pretty dang sure this is what I'm going to start doing. You need to have an end-of-year review. And that means doing more than just sitting there beating yourself up going, dude, you, you said you were going to be a, be a millionaire now and you ain't even $5 closer than what you were before. You suck. You know, we're not beating ourselves up. That's not what we're here to do. A year into review is to look and see what succeeded, what didn't succeed. What do you need to change? What stuff worked? What stuff didn't work? What stuff needs to change? So it does work. You ask those three questions. With every aspect, what worked, what didn't work, what do I need to change to make it work? And you're going to find that these things start to make huge changes, make, start making clicks inside. The combination is going to start falling into place and you're going to start unlocking door after door after door after door after door. If you want help on getting that door unlocked, if you want help to open the possibilities that lay up before you and you want to be able to plan for the future, start becoming future focused instead of looking at that little bitty rear view mirror and trying to figure out why you're not going in the right direction, then reach out. Go to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching. Fill out the form. Reach out to me. I will help you change your mindset. I will help you change how you look at the world. I will help you see what needs to be done to excel in whatever field it is you're wanting done. Because all the fields that you're wanting to do are all based upon a relationship. I am going to be a divorce coach. And that divorce coach is going to become a relationship coach, a dating coach, a marriage coach. All the things that fall underneath the pretenses of a of a relationship coach those are going to be there you got a crappy boss you want to you want to try to try to show what's what relationship coach will help you do that i am there i can help you do this if you want help on doing that relaxmail.com forward slash coaching i will do be there for you now as i wrap up guys i want to thank you again for listening if anything i said here resonated with you just rung that bell and you're like holy smokes that was what i needed to hear take this episode and your podcast episode uh, app of choice has a button a share button somewhere on that screen hit that button share this episode out with your facebook friends with your twitter friends with take a screenshot share it onto your instagram friends 
tag me and all of them. I would like to say thanks. I would like to, I'd love to know who, who's listening. If you have somebody in particular that you think would really benefit from this while I was talking, maybe you had your, a good friend who is, who really could benefit from having, hearing this, this particular episode, share it out, share it as a text message and let them know, Hey dude, this, I, I'm thinking of you. I think this would do you good. Listen to this and, and share it with them. Each time you share, we end up growing. If this is your first time listening to the show and you're going, dude, that was pretty cool. Hit that like or follow subscribe button. And you'll get this podcast delivered to your phone, to your iPad, to your computer, to your wherever. Every Thursday, 12 o'clock, 12.05 at night or three o'clock in the morning. I mean, I don't know why I thought 12, <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, it gets downloaded, ready for you to consume. So guys, with that, I want to thank you again for listening. Y'all take care. Have a great and incredible and experienced experience everything you possibly could ha- you possibly dream to experience have uh, have this next year year 2023 have it be the year that just blows your hair back it i want you to blow your own damn mind about what is actually possible you can do this i know you can i believe in you so why don't you believe in you so guys with that thank you love you lots we'll see you next week till then mm-hmm.